1: I learned the people I surround myself with, those are the people that you really test their ability in times like this. And if you do your research ahead of time, people you are bringing onto your team are the people that you can rely on in these situations, then you're going to win.
0: You're listening to the Career Musician Podcast. And now for your host, music director of the stars, Nomad.
2: Welcome to episode 15 of the Career Musician Podcast. I am Nomad, your host, and today I am speaking with Jason Land, founder of Guitar Ninjas. And let me tell you, this Guitar Ninja course that he has developed is extremely effective, teaching young kids all the way through adults how to play songs within weeks of starting the course. Jason's principles and methods are tried and true. He's got some great Eight insights that I think all of us can appreciate and learn from and the guitar ninja himself Jason believes as Aristotle has quoted excellence is a habit
1: like a great assistant who we were both like what do we do okay this is what we do next step boom and you know back in business in one day which was awesome you know but had i been with someone that like could not handle pressure or been around like other members of my team that would have like flinched at all we would not have been able to pull oh, yeah. this somebody off somebody who
2: would have panicked or, you know, exactly or quit because they couldn't take it
1: exactly know, exactly so i definitely think it's a testament to like the the philosophy that i try and follow and the amount of education i do it myself and then the people you surround yourself with.
2: So the ultimate guitar ninja is sitting right in front of me. (laughs) And he's speaking on the fact of the team that he's put together, how it's helped him get through this tumultuous period. You show up one day at work,
1: there's... There's an inch of water everywhere on on the ground and our Burbank location was completely destroyed.
2: Wow. (laughs) So now you're working through that. We're
1: working through the challenges. Yeah, we're back in business in in Burbank location and uh, salvaged the guitars, lost a lot of artwork and furniture and uh you know just dealing with the headache but forging forward
2: i think this is the perfect way to start the podcast as a ceo Mm. that's what i'm trying to teach aspiring professional musicians this is a business Mm. we got into music not because we wanted to be business people (laughs) we got into music because it hit us it spiritually moved us right 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 right. however once you graduate to a certain level and you realize okay i'm going to do this to earn a living then you have to really have the paradigm shift and say okay now let me act like a business person absolutely let me learn so let's dive in right there so Great. tell me a little bit about how you got started as a guitarist mm-hmm. and then that transition into the business realm
1: yeah absolutely um so i picked up the guitar when i was uh, about 13 years old i had been watching a vh1 for anybody who remembers vh1 uh and the song remains the same came on which is a uh, a documentary uh about led zeppelin uh, it was shot in the 70s and i i just vividly remember seeing uh jimmy page in like a cloud of fog and they were playing no quarter right that was the scene for for no quarter and i saw that and i was like that that's it (laughs) whatever that guy's doing that's what i want to be a part of so that's
2: when the music bug bitch oh
1: my gosh it it, it was it was amazing so i i had gotten a guitar uh a few months later and i'm the type of personality like when i when i begin a journey i'm all in full immersion, right? So I was practicing a ridiculous amount and I wanted to know everything and anything about playing guitar. Uh, and then I got it in my mind that like this is what I wanna do. You know, like like I, I wanna I wanna do this for a living. I love performing, I love writing, and I love playing. Fast forward uh, you know, several years, I had graduated from a school called Full Sail, uh, which is a recording school in Florida. And that was the deal. I had to go to some kind of school and then my parents would let me move to California and pursue uh, a career as a guitarist. So I graduated and then moved out. And it was my intent when I moved out here to only be an artist. So I didn't want to be a professional guitarist, didn't want to be a studio person. I wanted to write my own tunes, which I had already been doing and playing out in Philly and, and New York. But I wanted to write my own songs, be in a in a band, and and that was my path. And that's what I did. So the first like four years of me living here, I'm that was it. I was just all about playing in this band and writing tunes. and it was great. It was an awesome time, great experience. and um learned a ton about the business. that's right. you know because when when you move from, from a relatively small town to somewhere out here, you're definitely naive to like how things work. You you're know? thrown into
2: the big old right, tree. right. So yeah. you,
1: like <laughs> my, my first uh, thought was, well, okay, well we'll just get a manager and then we'll have this A and R person come and see us and they'll love us and they'll put us on tour and it'll be great. No, <laughs> it didn't work out like that at all. Isn't that a trip when you first get that reality? Oh, shot slap in the, the face, head, man! Slap like, in the face. <laughs> like, what, what kind of game am I playing? <laughs> right. you know, what do you mean, no? you know? It's <laughs> it's an an
2: Fair game. <laughs> 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 no! No, no, no. How many times do we have to hear that word before we give up? Haha! trick question. The answer should be never. There is no amount of times you can hear the word no to make you give up. If what you're trying to achieve really what your core values are telling you if they line up with what you really want and what you really believe, then you can do it. And no matter how many times people tell you no, it doesn't matter. You can do it.
0: Subscribe to the Career Musician Podcast on iTunes.
1: We kept chipping away at the thing. It uh, came to heads and and it looked like it wasn't really going to go to the level that I I thought it could go to, uh, personality um, conflicts and whatever. And I took a year off because I was just really burnt at that point because I had given everything uh, you know into this situation all like like staying up two days in a row you know working on like one little piece for recording or just hustling down people to come to our shows and whatever it took you know and and we got some pretty cool things that happened to us you know I got in Rolling Rolling Stone and and, uh, we we got to go on like a Southwest tour and, and do all these cool things like and, and it was awesome, met some really cool people, don't take any of it back, it was a great experience. Uh, but then I took a year off and I got into um, into personal training of all things, fitness training. Nice. So I've always been into fitness and I, I always had it in my mind that if I'm not doing something as an artist, I wanna be like helping people somehow. So I always thought I'd join like the Peace Corps or whatnot, but but it ended up like I, I had to you know pay bills. So I took this gig as a personal trainer and that really taught me a lot about kinesiology and then coaching. And that was like my first introduction into mm-hmm. coaching because when you're working with a client, you, you have to coach them to their goals, right? And right? Like they have a weight loss goal for whatever reason. And you gotta help them get from A to B from the mindset perspective of it. Well, right? the
2: best teachers are simultaneously coaches. Exactly. You can't right. just throw it at them and say, here, right. go do right. this. You gotta guide them, to- right. you gotta right. guide right. them. Right. And and I loved it.
1: I mean, I just, I loved the feeling that I would get of like seeing somebody accomplish these measurable goals. Right. So I got back into the music world right after that and um, started like just dipping my toes into, into different puddles. You know, I'm figuring out, okay, what do I wanna do now? Because the artist game is really hard. I could still do that, but do I want to start over? So I ended up doing sessions, you know, like just doing like session guitar player gigs. I would do like freelance hired gigs, you know, hired guns. So guy. now
2: you became the professional career guy, the right. sideman guy. Right, exactly. By default.
1: Exactly. So just okay. trying different worlds. And then I did a stint in pro songwriting where I'd, I'd commute between LA and Nashville and just write with some incredible people. And then around that same time, a friend of mine had a music school that he opened in Orange County. He said, you want to come down and teach guitar? Now, I had never taught guitars. You know, I would mean, like, what am I going to teach? <laughs> like, I don't know. Really? I don't remember the very first lesson that I take with this guy. Uh, I was teaching for this guy. He puts me in the room, and uh, he goes, all right, you got a client coming in. And I go, well, what do I do? He looks me right in the eye, and he goes, just figure it out closes the door right and that was the beginning of my <laughs> teaching career just figure it out okay
2: <laughs> and and that's that has its own merits too i mean that works in a, in a certain extent well, well you that's you like life you, you know what
1: i mean like right. like you can have all the training in the world but at the end of the day you got to figure it out that's and right.
2: it's just like like you know like your your audience
1: members here that they're in the middle of doing it right you know like there's no book that's going to tell you do this, then this, then this, then this, then this, then this. Now well, you and I might
2: write it together, right? right.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's called experience. Yeah. Right. Uh, so just get in there and do it, and and right. use you know like like something like this, like a podcast, and and all this knowledge that's out there as tools in your tool belt to build your career. You know, mm-hmm. like and, and forge your own path. So anyhow, that got me into the teaching world, and as soon as I started to get a feel for uh, teaching guitar, that's when like there was this pivotal moment of like Yo, this this is the flow that I've been looking for. So that, you know, I mean, like I am naturally good at this,
2: and it lines up with your uh, training. Exactly, if you're doing physical exactly. fitness training, I always say they go hand in hand. Yeah, they totally do. And that my built Guitar
1: Ninjas course is, is completely derived from the study of kinesiology and motivation uh-huh. and uh, philosophy that was used in those tra- training sessions. But then in my discovery period when I was learning how to be a be a a guitar coach, but recognizing that this is what I wanted to do that was the point and and from there everything took off
2: that's the most important fact that you could ever mention here this is what I always say I like to try to tell or encourage people to decide what they want to do at an earlier stage rather than later right. right right as as we decide this as we realize oh this is actually what i want to do mm-hmm. i'm not doing it just to earn money mm-hmm. i'm doing this because i actually want it. if you can decide that earlier on you're going to be better off because now you're building the next part of your life reinforcing that absolutely rather than chasing right
1: there's nothing worse than that feeling of chasing <sighs> right be- because you're, you're out of alignment with your values And when, when, when you're not, when you're not doing that kind of stuff, you're always going to be chasing, you're always going to be like at somebody else's mercy and like your own personal happiness is going to be at somebody else's mercy. I did not want to, want to groove like that. You know, I I was like, like, I need to be in control of me. And it starts with, am I doing things that make me feel good? Mm. Now that could be playing, that could be coaching, that could be whatever, you know, for, Mm -hmm. I mean, for the people that are listening, but, um, it's it's so important because when when you are in a flow state right which is the most (laughs) optimal state a human can be in right flow state magical things happen like people are attracted to you that's right like people respond to to what you're doing and Mm -hmm. it does
2: not just we're not talking just about guitar playing or music it's it's anything that's the vertical connect Right. With what I call the vertical connect with the muse. And like you said, the muse can be whatever. Right. Whatever source of inspiration.
1: Right. So just follow that, you know? Like I definitely learned that lesson. And, and I'll tell you, when I made that that decision, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to try and be, be the side guitarist. Like, that's not my world. There are people that are way better than me at that. I know I'm great at this. This is what I'm going to do. When I made that concrete decision and followed that path and let all my other decisions be uh, resonating around that core principle and and, and, uh, guiding light, man, everything's been upward trajectory. Everything.
2: Okay, so you were told no on one front. And perhaps you were told so many times after you did some self-discovery, you realized, you know what? i don't really want this as bad as i thought i did that's okay move on to the next chapter see what the pages have to tell you about your life story that's exactly what jason did and is doing after some self-discovery once again there's that phrase he figured out you know what man i really like this teaching thing so he found his passion And that's where he exists now and like he said it's been nothing but an onward and upward trajectory since he committed to it now he's operating in his flow state through teaching and opening this school the guitar ninjas and then starting a guitar lesson conference and then perhaps opening more locations and expanding the vision But he found the one thing that made him really tick. He found his why. And now he's continuing to cultivate it.
0: Check it out. Subscribe to the Career Musician Podcast on
3: iTunes. The
2: reality of this situation is once you found that and you realize that you're focusing on that energy of really what you truly want to do, you still have to make a living. Yeah. How did you transition? And that's always the toughest part for independent contractors.
1: Sure, sure. Right? Well, it's a lot of the East Coast hustle.
2: <laughs> hey, bro, I call, it, I call it the East Coast shuffle, the LA hustle, doesn't matter. You. <laughs> there's,
1: There's nothing that replaces that you know like you could you can you. be i have seen some incredibly talented people in in the business world in the music world in all kinds of worlds that don't have a strong work ethic mm. and they just expect things to happen and then they're looking left and right when things don't happen nobody's going to make this stuff happen for you so the transition like for me to go from like struggling musician to like established whatever i would call myself right now right. is uh, because i went out and i hunted that thing down and i brought it back to the cave there you, go. you know like and that's what i do every single day so it's it's this mentality of yo this is what i want get out of my way
2: I'm going to go get it, you know? Bro, I met my twin. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not physically, but in, in our mindset, oh, wow. But that's, that's how so it is sick. though, right?
1: Yeah. That, that's how it is. And yeah. I, I, I we have this conversation with a lot of people about like, I honestly, God, I think it's like growing up in that in that like Northeast Corridor area because how many people have you met from that area that are all, like the same mindset? Same way. Like the, because we had to go out in February and shovel snow, Shovels you snow. know? <laughs> that's and, like, right. and, and, and like the summertime my parents would be like get outside and mow the lawn. lawns and, and it's a hundred degrees
2: out when and I, deliver newspapers Right. And do whatever you have to right. do. Go down to the corner and sell something. What can you sell? I don't know. Sell lemonade. Go figure so, it out. Figure
1: it out. So it's, it's in your DNA, you That's know, and right. you see everybody else around you doing the same thing that. and everybody's complaining about it, but and everybody's but doing everybody's it. everybody's doing <laughs> it. Right. And it come out here and it just translates, That's you know. Right. So the, the transition to me was was an I don't even think it was a transition, it was just like it was just like a natural occurrence. So it's like okay i've got uh five students right mm-hmm. i got five students how are we going to get that to 10 students okay well let me do x y and z right. and then a lot of really cool uh synergetic things happened um like i was saying before like when you're in the flow state things just attract to you like opportunities just happened and that's how i was able to go like from five students to 10 students to 50 students to like now at our one location in burbank dude we're at 220 students Incredible, t- like and this is just guitar.
2: Right? And how many guitar teachers do you have? We for the have,
1: 220? Um, let's see here, including myself. I, my my teaching is, is much more limited these days, but uh, there's uh, seven coaches.
2: All right, you might want to make it eight. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I
1: think I'm coming. Up yeah, man. <laughs> get on the wave. Um, it, it's uh, it's really going good right now, minus the flood. Um, right. And we just opened up another location in the city of Orange, uh, in a really cool guitar store called Imperial Vintage Guitars. Um, and they
2: have an imperial over here on Magnolia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just over there. Oh cool, yeah. yeah. So you know the owners. I know
1: Shy. Yep. Right. I know Tommy. I know uh, Joe. Um, they have two shops. They got one here and one in Sherman Oaks, and then they, they opened a third one in Orange. Talking about like the, like the synergy of things.
2: Yes. Uh,
1: my top instructor named Sydney. Um, she actually lives down in that area in Orange, and she had come to me. And said, Hey, look, I I wanna open a, a guitar ninjas. You know, if you want to expand, like I wanna run it. Which is which is the challenge, right? Which mm. you, like when you when you're trying to expand something, franchise something. Your team. Yeah, like you know what I mean? They have to be an offspring of you, like how you right. think, how you react, and right. and your drive. And I knew that that she was like this. So I said, Well, yeah, well, let me think about it. And, you know, let's try and scout some locations, whatnot. Yeah, you know, literally the next day, Shy, the owner of Imperial Vintage, calls me. He goes, Hey, I'm gonna open a shop in the city orange there's space in the shop for you to build a studio if you want to
2: split it incredible and Yes. (laughs) yes <laughs> there's that flow <laughs> right, state. Right, However, right It's a tr- energy is attracted to 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 like-minded and exactly wow.
1: exactly so it all came together really fast and wow. we built out a, a, a satellite location what we call satellite location sure. on the second floor of imperial vintage at orange and it's going good you know it definitely has its challenges with it because it's a whole new market and now that's a whole nother conversation about like definitely i think your artist could could um um get something out of is how to how to just not assume that one market the results you're going to get in one market are going to translate Right? like because like mm. mindsets are different mm. and people's perception of things is different and and yes. that's something that we've really had to uh, we've learned in this orange location but it's good but you know but not going down there and feeling um, deterred like you know we're all in and and that's spawned some really cool thinking which got us to guitar lesson conference all these things just keep happening but but uh, that to answer in a very long-winded well, way yes. that's how yes. the transition happened is I just decided and I just grinded it out grinding. and I'm now happy to give you all the details on how I was able to do it. I mean, there were so many avenues, but at the end of the day, it was just hustle. Ha
2: <laughs> ha! East Coast hustle, LA shuffle, and everything in between. I don't care what you call it, but you got to get out there and make it happen. Transitions are hard. Going from being a side person musician to being center stage, front and center, that's scary, that's hard. But if it's your passion, you'll make it happen. Transitioning from being an artist to all of a sudden being a business owner, owning several locations of a music school that you have a passion for, that's not easy. But Jason made it happen. And guess what that means to me? If somebody like him can make it happen, then somebody like you can make it happen too. it means that some days your bank account might be in the red it means that some days you might feel so depressed you don't want to get out of bed mm-hmm. but you overcome it you have you to fight through it mm-hmm. and that is what we're talking about right, right that's that 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 drive that just is unrelenting right
1: the mark the mark of a, of a person is how they face adversity that's right you know and I feel like you, you are the product of the people that you surround yourself with. Right. We talked about that in the beginning. But that doesn't just mean physical people. Like th- this is the, one of the biggest lessons I've learned. It's what are you listening to? Ooh, ooh. W- what are you reading? You're what are, preaching like, over here, you know? bro. So like, like I, I try and align myself with, with podcasts or books that are all on the similar playing field. <laughs> that is just like every single day, you know what I mean. You're just getting it. whether it's Tim Ferriss, whether not it's Tim like, Ferriss, you know? whether it's
2: Tony Robbins, whether yeah. it's Earl Nightingale. Yep, Nightingale. yep,
1: yep. Guiding uh, philosophy that I have for myself is excellence is a habit, and it was said by Aristotle. I tell myself that ten times a day, mm-hmm. if not more. I mean, it's it's written in my house, it's written in my studio, it is in my like I said, it's in my email signature, just so yes. I'm all constantly reminded, so that I don't get lazy. Mm-hmm. you know, and and that is the, um, like the, the principle of our school is that we don't accept laziness, you know, and, and we really look for, for growth mindset, what, what we call growth mindset, That's meaning right. that like when a challenge um, is in front of you, in our situation, it's maybe a student can't handle like a G to D chord transition, something as simple as that. It's not that you can't do it, but how are you going to be able to do it? That's right. You know, so um, that, that mindset of, overcoming adversity and doing everything that you possibly can to be the best at what you're doing. That doesn't mean you're you're comparing yourself to somebody else other than yourself. So uh, every day I try and just live in accordance with being the best version of me. Understanding that I'm gonna fail, but the fail is, is just a, a, a key. You know, and like you're given another key. And that one day it's going that one of those keys is going to unlock one of those doors, mm. you know, so is you have to you have to be able to to embrace the failure and let those core principles guide you to eventually you get to that door that you've been looking to unlock, you know, and when you have all those keys from the failure and one day it turns
2: and and it, opens. as far That's as like
1: the, like the health <laughs> goes, I mean, I try and tie that into into my health as well.
2: Yes, we have to remain pragmatic and practical and do things to keep money flowing, but also we have to have a constant positive input of information to fight those inner voices that say, hey man, you can't do it. Hey girl, you ain't going to make it happen. That's a bunch of bull because you are. And remember this, excellence is a habit. That simply means that if you wanna be great and amazing at something, you have to have a habitual experience to develop it and bring it to that point where everybody's like, yo, I need some of that. And remember to maintain a growth mindset so we can get better and better as time goes on. And don't forget, we fail upwards. Failing produces the keys to success.
0: You're listening to the Career Musician podcast by Nomad. I eat
1: really well. I, eat, I call it. I call it ninety-five-five. I eat ninety-five percent vegetarian, five percent meat.
2: Talk about that briefly.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. So um, I made this shift uh, maybe fifteen months ago. Oh, um, recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I've always ate, eaten very, very healthy, and, mm-hmm. and I exercise every day, uh, stretching a, a lot. You know. Exercising, like every single day.
2: Stretching, cardio. Everything. And lifting. uh, Oh, yeah. I'm in
1: the gym. I'm in the gym all the time. A lot of functional training, like all that stuff. Um, And I feel like that... Pumps up your uh, your awareness, your mental stamina. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it car- lets your energy carry through, and it's like all that stuff. Uh, I made a shift, a conscious shift, uh, that like I said, 15 months or so ago, to explore what it would be like to eat mostly vegetarian, and uh, that has proven great results. I feel awesome.
2: How do you balance the sodium though? Because typically vegetarians have a higher sodium intake.
1: I, I really try and eat uh, natural foods, and and I don't add a lot of salt to things. If any, um, I'll do like olive oil, and a lot of the sodium stuff from the vegetarians will come from the prepackaged frozen stuff. That's right. Um, so I just avoid that. You
2: stay away from okay. That's yeah, what I was Yeah yeah yeah. You do an organic. You prepare. You're preparing a lot of.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I I eat mostly raw vegetables, um, and like um, we got one of these like these rice cooker things, you know, yeah. and I just throw lentils in there and uh, make them for the week, and uh, just you know eat like that. But why I say 5% because I'm not going to deprive myself, Sure. you know, like I feel like that's really where you can run into problems right. and, and a lot of failure can happen. And I saw that through the fitness training, like people mm-hmm. would like, I'm not going to have this. I'm done with this. And it's like a week later, you're doing that, you are know? gorging. Yeah, I say I'm yeah. done with pizza, I'm gorging. Right, pizza right, right. So if there's later, an opportunity yes. for me to have a steak or something and it's yeah. well done, yeah. then I'm going to do it, right. you know, but right. I'm not, I'm not going to feel guilty about it because right. 95% of the time I'm eating really, really strongly. But there you go. The, the is that the the energy shift that i felt Mm. since doing that has been awesome
2: so yeah you actually
1: feel better i feel i feel a ton better
2: i know you're wondering nomad what the heck are you doing talking about health and fitness come on folks it plays an integral part of our plans and accomplishing our dreams and objectives like jason said the better you feel physically and mentally, the better you perform at everything you're doing. And that's just tried and true facts. I don't care what you say, you cannot prove science, physiology, psychology, biology wrong in this area. When you're exercising and feeding and fueling your body properly, your mind just soars.
0: Follow Nomad's Place on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. It's all one
1: big thing. Mm stacking up, right? It's all one big thing.
2: By the end of the day, after you're doing all these positive routines and developing these habits, Mm -hmm. you do feel like a winner. Oh, yeah. Regardless of what you did that day. So let's say maybe you wanted to play guitar for two hours, but you only got to play for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter because everything else is informing the end goal.
1: That's absolutely, absolutely right. I want, can I talk about this? So one of the things that ties into that, um, you had asked about the, the, my principles and everything, is reflection. Mm. So I got into the habit of doing a weekly reflection. So at the beginning of the year, I write down a series of questions, and then I write down like three to four core goals. This is what I want to accomplish uh, this trip around the sun. And I every, every Sunday, I'll sit down and I'll answer these questions. So there's 52 weeks, right? So you gotta you got like write down your answer 52 times. Wow. And all of the questions relate to the goals. So it just makes sure that everything that you're doing is in alignment with what you want to accomplish. Now, one of those things, one of those questions is, what did I do this week that has moved the school forward? Right, so Guitar Ninjas mm-hmm. is like my whole world right now. That's so right. what one thing did I do this week that has gotten us forward? Now there may have been 50 things. But maybe there was only one thing, and that one thing was only, I just made, maybe I just did this podcast, right? That was the only thing I was able to do this week. But it gets me in the mindset of, look, every week I'm making progress, you know? And as long as you are taking a step forward, doesn't matter if it's 10 or if it's one, as long as you're taking a step forward, you're moving forward. Mm. so um I, I think that that uh, that ties into the, the the fitness thing right it's like it's like every day I'm gonna try and, and eat the best that I possibly can every day I'm gonna try and mm. think the best that I, that I possibly can and like create this this clarity now for the mindset stuff I'll go on like long since a time where I'll do like meditation like maybe it'll be like six months I'll be meditating every single day then maybe it takes some time off um, and then I recently well a couple of years back got into this thing uh called the uh, isolation chambers or the float tanks what they're called yeah. uh, which is a game changer i mean like if you can handle those kind of things they're they're amazing
2: i learned by listening to tony robbins about that but i've never experienced there's
1: one it. in pasadena okay it's it's an incredible experience So it really like makes you aware of of how crazy your mind is. And then you can it it almost like you can set like metrics on like how the the meditation is working because what what I did was I went in one time and and the results from that were I was like, Oh my gosh, my like I can't even focus for like twenty five minutes. Then I, I was like, Well I'll go back after I meditate for six weeks and let's see what happens. And then the next time I was in, I could like well, I was way more focused. Stronger. And then I did another six weeks of strong meditation, then back into the flow tank, and it just showed the progress. So like my mind just gets really dialed in uh, now because of all this so stuff. So
2: you're training the focus element of your mind.
1: Absolutely. And that got me um, on a whole tangent about how can we apply this to guitar? like how can we apply this guitar lesson? So we, we started taking our students mm. through what I call musical meditation. And at the beginning of every lesson, we do this really strategic way of getting their mind to start zeroing in on what are the objectives we're gonna do right now. And then that starts translating into their practice. But the biggest thing uh, that I've noticed, and this one I'm gonna talk about at guitar lesson conference, is what it does for your actual guitar playing, right? Mm. Like as far as uh, mindfulness, we'll call it, right? Um, I have played better guitar in the past year, year and a half than at, at all of my career, in all of my career, because I'm like super connected with almost every note that I'm playing right now. Mm. You know, and it's not about like the, the finger gymnastics or whatnot. Mm. It's how, how do you dial in with the soul of one note? That's right. How can you watch Keith Richards strum one G chord? And it's just it sounds like Jesus.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: like how does that happen? It's because these dudes are so dialed in. That's you know, like like they're like really intentful on the on the notes that they're playing and connecting with that. So I went down this whole path of discovering, like, how do you teach that? I, I think we're onto it. You mm-hmm. know, we're not all the way there, but we're definitely on to it because I'm experiencing it now. It's
2: really cool. Meditation, mindfulness, reflection, sharpened focus, isolation chambers. What? Hey man, you got to take the time to identify your principles and methods or what principles and methods work best for you in order to accomplish your goals. Principles never change. They're always gonna be the same. The universal laws that are in place of gravity and positive thinking produces positive results. Look, that's plain and simple, but those laws, those universal truths will not change. So now you just gotta to try to figure out what's the best way for you to tap into those concepts individually in order to produce the results you want. I talk about it a lot on this podcast, there's an old saying, you know, master of, Jack of all trades, master of none. Right. right? Right. However, now I think that's changed. I think, you know, uh, Jack of all trades, master of some. Absolutely. That's what
1: I like to say. absolutely agree with that.
2: But how do you find now that you've changed your focus to the instructional aspect? About songwriting, or you know, just session work, or maybe just playing with your band. How do you juggle those moments? Do you ever have the desire to say, "Man, I re- I really miss songwriting. I really miss playing with my band." Do you devote any time to those activities? Some, okay. And how do you divide
1: sure so your schedule? So. Um I am very, very fortunate where I get to pick the gigs I want to do now. Um, so, what is. That's mo- the key. Yeah. Say that yeah. again. I get to pick the gigs that, that I want to do, you know? And, and
2: by how did you get there, folks? You got there by focusing on one thing first.
1: Yeah, exactly. I created the freedom for myself. That's right. So, well, what I found um, happens is when you are self sufficient, then you're not desperate and when when you're not desperate then you, you know things just happen you know there's no like pressure yeah there's zero pressure and when the, and when there's no pressure i mean look you're just like i said you're back in the flow you know what i mean and like life's fun
2: i always say you can't act out of desperation right you, you can't, can't pick up the phone man i need a gig because yeah. it's not going to happen work That's because right.
1: people are going to pick up on that That's right, right. And they don't want to work with that so um what i don't i don't miss songwriting you know, because okay. I said, cause I cause I said right right now, I feel like I, I put a lot into that and that chapter of my life. It was awesome, and maybe in the future I'll come back to that. I mean, mm-hmm. I write like you know like little guitar compositions here and there, sure. but nothing to the level of what I was doing, because I I feel like the business is my song. And um, you know the philosophy that I'm trying to create are the lyrics, and mm. uh, and it's how we function is the music. So I'm great with that. You know I had to, I had to have a real like moment where I took a week and just did a deep uh, dive, and and when am I okay with letting this go for right now? The songwriter I'm talking That's about. That's right. Am I okay with that? And at the end of the day, I was, and um, I, I don't look back on on anything. I don't miss anything now. As far as the performance aspect of it goes. Uh, I get to play in a super cool Led Zeppelin tribute band. Well, a couple of them. Um, and Led Zeppelin's my my favorite style of music. So um, uh, I founded a, a Led Zeppelin band that with some incredible musicians that all share the same passion for playing Led Zeppelin. And we play out, you know, four or five times a year and that's fine you know that's that's, that's good for it, yeah, me because i'm enough. not doing it for the money i'm, I'm right. doing it because i just love playing the material and then occasionally i get to sit in with, with Led up again and then you know, there's tons of people in the audience and that's great and,
2: and it makes you really look forward to those moments exactly instead it, of dreading oh i gotta set up the pa yeah or, just, yeah i gotta do this I yeah, gotta, yeah.
1: I, I don't i don't mind doing any of that right. you know like it's, it's totally cool so I feel like, like you know, the life is about chapters, and um, when the page turns, I mean, you, you really don't have control when the page turns, right? Because life just happens. Mm-hmm. But when the page turns, as long as you're reading the next page, and you're not worrying about what you missed on the previous one, then it's gonna be fine. You know, like like maybe, maybe in a couple more pages or a couple more chapters, I, I end up playing more. You know, like like I've, I've had more opportunities and met more incredible musicians and people doing this than, the, than before.
2: I always say it to my fellow career musicians, do not act out of desperation. People sense it, and I don't care what field you're in or what life path you're taking at the moment. If you're desperate and you act when you're desperate, people feel it and they get that sense of anxiety and they're going to tend to want to walk away or distance themselves from you. Just get your mind right, get your focus, be disciplined and have the passion on a daily basis to continue turning the pages of your life book. Uh, You say that's easy, Nomad, for you to say, but it's really hard to do. Exactly. It is hard to do. But that's why excellence is a habit. You're a rare breed in the fact that you put in a lot of time. To discover that purpose. A lot of times. Not only yeah. to discover it, but then to cultivate it. Yeah. And that's the point where, again, that's where the discipline comes
1: Abs, in. That's a great word because okay. that's, what, that's what it is.
2: Because that's what habits are. They're just discipline.
1: Yeah, man. You have to do
2: yeah. it every day, regardless of how you feel. Exactly. How people say, don't wait till you feel like doing it. Do it. Yeah. so you feel like doing yeah. it. yeah know? and then it just it's perpetual right It absolutely.
1: kind of ignites itself a- absolutely yeah. I, mean, I mean now I can see that just in the student base right like we right. hit that we hit a tipping point right. where I didn't have to um, I didn't have to spend as much on marketing anymore because you just start getting referrals and, and like it just creates this thing okay. and, and the same thing
2: can work with artists right expound there on that tipping point
1: okay so, so this, that's beautiful. this is a, this is a huge concept and there is actually a great book uh, that's called the tipping point once you launch something, If you continue to push it and it gets to a certain level where there's enough people in the circle that start spreading the word for you then it just snowballs like Mm. for us it was and i can speak for students right and and artists can there's this thing called a thousand true fans there's this great article called a thousand true fans which every songwriter and artist needs to read but basically the, the premise of that and what i'm talking about is once you hit a threshold of people that Believe in what you're doing, and will tell others about that. Then it just it creates the snowball effect where those people tell their friends, and then they tell their friends, and they and it becomes almost like this viral thing, um, where it just all starts happening for you. And and that for us was was the 50 student mark. When we hit 50 students, it was and you knew it was it was crazy. And now you know we're over 200 students. I mean, it's a whole. Not-
0: Subscribe to the Career Musician podcast on iTunes
2: so you're cultivating you're practicing disciplined habits you're shooting for excellence and eventually what happens you reach that tipping point you get a thousand true fans and bam now you have it momentum and it continues to perpetuate itself it's a beautiful thing conversely if you see some of your friends that have arrived at this point, that tipping point themselves, but yet you're not there, don't worry. Your time will come. Maintain positivity and that will breed success. Speaking of that, because now we're talking about getting that core, you need that 50 and then it propels itself and it just continues to perpetuate, you know, more, okay? So more begets more, so to speak, to keep it right, simple. Right, right. However, have you ever been immobilized by analyzation? I always say, <laughs> right? <laughs> Immobilization by analyzation. Yeah. And as an artist, as a creative person, this goes back to your meditation mm-hmm. uh, routines and studies on your own self. Mm-hmm. What have you done when you come to that crossroads? You say, okay, dude, I got to stop this. This is insanity.
1: Yeah. That, that is my Achilles heel is, is, is being too critical mm. and trying to and trying to think about things too much um and and every artist goes through that right and i i went through that as an artist where you like you're you're judging the sound of like the the little bit of treble on your guitar in the whole mix of things and you spend like seven hours and then by the end of those seven hours you can't even remember where you started (laughs) (laughs) so i learned that lesson a long time ago that this is how it goes um but but it is it is defeating i feel like being too critical of things prohibits you from growth and if sometimes you gotta just you gotta just do a version, right? Just let it ride, whatever. whether that's a song, whether that's a recording, whether that's a business concept or an article or, or whatever. Just get it done, step back, right? Let it simmer and then come back to it later on. Mm-hmm. What, what has helped me is Definitely the awareness of self. So uh, very recently, I was involved in several different projects, this guitar lesson conference, the expansion of the school. We got a couple other things happening mm. that I'm like thinking about everything at once mm. that it, it's really started to affect me negatively where I couldn't do I couldn't That's do right. everything. Right? I couldn't right. I couldn't balance it. And why, you know, my wife just looked at me. She's like, yo, you need to stop. You know? Quite
2: frankly, overwhelming.
1: It, it is, it is. And it's all good things. That's the thing. It's like, it, it doesn't, I'm not saying there has to be bad things. It could be right. all good things, right. but it could cloud your judgment because you wanna be all in on everything and mm-hmm. you just can't. So um, having that uh, sense of self um, awareness and me going, okay, I'm not productive right now. Mm-hmm. Let's take a time out. Let's let things go. Come back and we'll we'll start chipping away again. It can be applied to any anybody listening that's that is an artist, right? Like it maybe oh it's overwhelming to work on your first song. Maybe it's overwhelming to work on your third album. Maybe it's overwhelming to how are you gonna sell 75 tickets to this venue? Mm-hmm. You know, that that you need. Put your energy into it, step back. Take a couple days off and then come back, and you'll look at it from fresh perspective, rather than over analyzing everything. Because right. you, you can all the truth is right there. Like mm-hmm. I, that's the biggest I've, thing I've learned. It's like the the truth is in your instincts, and when you don't have your instincts because you're trying too hard, because you want it too bad, mm. you're gonna get blocked.
2: You are. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting how you block. Okay, so now I'm self-aware, I got the discipline, I got the habits, I got everything going, I'm starting to develop some momentum, but I overanalyze, so I become immobilized again. Oh man, just forget it. No, don't forget it. Do a version, just get a version out there. I don't care if it's a song, a book, a poem, a business outline, a business proposition, idea, concept, anything intellectual property or otherwise do a version put it out there and it will start to happen trust hey folks stefan shirazi and renee richardson here from the metallica report
0: and we are proud members of the pantheon podcast family where the best of music and podcasts unite
2: we've got something pretty cool for you You're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package.
0: And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S.
2: So to wrap things up here, I do want to bring it to your focus. Again, your focus is the Guitar Ninjas and the Guitar Lesson Conference. Yes. So how? Which they... you're speaking at. Right. Oh, I can't wait, by the <laughs> way. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: And you bring your guitar and, and you take seven hours of lessons from nine of the best instructors in the world. You know? incredible. And, like, and how do you teach somebody you know something that they're going to get immense
2: value out of in 30 minutes? And, and that's just like the, the email you sent me. You said, hey, you know, what do you think you want to teach? Right away, we landed on funk because I think it's unique. Not a lot of people are talking about it. I see. it's awesome. But it's making such a resurgence yeah. in, in the culture these days. Uh, so I already have my lesson plan. Great. I, how I'm yeah, I can't it. wait. Yeah. I can't wait. But I was you... curious to see how you put that together. I always work in 10-minute segments. So I figure in 30 minutes, you can accomplish a lot in oh, three 10-minute segments. Yeah, yeah, And then you have three points to focus on. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. I'm excited. It's August 11th, 2018. Yeah. Yep. It's in Orange County,
1: correct? It, yeah, it's, in, it's at the Anaheim Expo Center. Anaheim uh, Expo Center. You can get Center. your tickets at guitarlessonconference.com. Guitarlessonconference.com. Yep. And, and again, there's going to be some... Some really heavy hitter players and teachers there, but the the main thing I was looking for when selecting the um, the lineup was the the people. How how do people communicate? The, all the instructors were specifically chosen for their communication skills. I mean yourself mm. included. You know, mm. like like if you're able to communicate a message. People are going to get it, right? That's but right. but not every guitar player can communicate a message verbally. They might be able to do it through their fingers. That's right. Have you ever seen those those um, lesson videos from the eighties where they would have like 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 BB uh, 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 King or like these other guys? Like, I used to own
2: boxes, like, right, right, right. On VHS. Yeah. You
1: look back at them now; they're like the worst <laughs> lesson videos. They're like, yeah, I just kind of like play. <laughs>
2: <laughs> even Paul Gilbert, who now is an amazing teacher, yeah, yeah. Back yeah. then he was like really weird, doing all kinds of off the wall stuff. Yeah, he man. He shred, and they would put the exercise up, and you're like, "Okay, what do I get from well, this? Why yeah, am yeah. I doing? this what right. key is it in? Why is it a B Phrygian mode? Right, we, man. Do we even right. know why? Right, <laughs> yeah.
1: and and because teaching is really an art form. Yes, you know what I mean. And is. and that's um, you know I circle back to uh, you know I started as a as a songwriter and an mm. artist. And I, honest to God, feel the same way now. You know what I mean? Like I feel like an artist. The business is my art.
2: That's right.
1: And the the teaching is my art because within those thirty minutes um, or an hour, depending on who I'm working with you get to create a moment for somebody, Mm. you know, like you really get to like, like, where are we going to go today? Like, like, and you just are looking for opportunities to create what we call teachable moments. And then you take the student down that that pathway of, okay, I see you're struggling with this, either physically or mentally, let me go 10 steps ahead of you, and then pull you along and show you how Mm. it was done. And then through the business I mean that that is that's the record, you know what I mean. That's the album. That's right. And, and how do you just keep make, making cuts? And and how do you how do you what's who's the right producer for this? And, and you know it all it all comes back full circle. But but uh, now just on a different level. The the plan of the school right now is is to create a franchise model, uh, so that we can open up Guitar Ninjas everywhere. Because I really feel like what we're doing is a really unique way of learning how to play an instrument. Um, and then we're going to be. Taking some proprietary products that we've created because of the course mm. and bringing them to market in like the next, hopefully, the next year. Uh, and then we're about to launch a YouTube page. I wanna talk about the philosophy. I yes. wanna talk about like the the insights that I have learned from watching thousands and thousands and thousands of guitar students take lessons. Right. And I wanna talk about that stuff, you know, like the coaching stuff, the mindset stuff. So our page is gonna be um, built around that our methodology basically Brilliant. yeah and uh, well, so so we're in, just like you were in the process of figuring out like what are, what is our what is our world going to look like yes. you know and then let's map out the the videos that we're going to shoot and then mm-hmm. let's just go and, and and do them you know because one of the things I've, I've definitely learned in taking on a project like this just like taking on guitar lesson conference or the expansion of the school is tasks that seem huge Become much more measurable and and um, uh, successful if you break them down into steps and you outline them and That's you say this right. is what we're going to do. That's now right. you could call audible, right? And we can we can change things on the fly if we need to. Mm-hmm. But at least we have a foundation. Like I was saying with the songwriting, like the best way to write a song is just to write your first draft. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's so much easier to edit that stuff later, later. than to struggle through. Oh my gosh, I just got to get to the finish
2: line. All right, so, failing to plan is planning to fail.
1: Yeah. Okay,
2: so all of your socials.
1: Easiest place to find us would be at guitar underscore ninjas on Instagram. On Facebook, we are at Hollywood Guitar Ninjas. We are at Guitar Lesson Conference for, for Instagram and Facebook. And then our website is guitarninjas.co. Jason, this has been awesome, bro. Oh, great convo. I'm
2: yeah. already thinking about uh, episode number two with you. Oh, so. man, yeah, we, we, we could talk for another hour. Easy. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. then we'll do some video components in the future. Yeah, for sure. I want to be involved and I'm putting this on the podcast because I want everybody to hear it, so I'm held accountable. I want to be involved in everything that the ninjas are doing. Oh, absolutely. You so, know what would
1: know be cool? So we have like celebrity guitarists come to our school and and talk to our kids. So we've had Joe Bonamassa there uh, um, and, and a few other players. And this is how I was able to meet Jimmy
2: Page was, was through this. Dude, my yeah. East Coast brother. Yeah. Guitar Super ninjas fun. in the house. Yeah.
3: I love it. Yeah. All right.
2: All right. That wraps this episode with Jason, the ultimate guitar ninja, (laughs) founder of the Guitar Ninjas School in Burbank and Orange County and new locations in the future, also founder of the Guitar Lesson Conference, coming at you this August 11th, 2018 down in Orange County. So we're stoked. I'm going to be teaching a funk guitar course there. So if you're around, you better sign up, man, because it's going to get funky. And I believe we have Marty Schwartz is also going to be teaching uh, the famed YouTube Marty Schwartz, also the famed session ace Tim Pierce definitely one of my heroes. Um, so there's going to be some great guitar ismaticisms, guitar head, nerd stuff going on down there. So come and check it out. Listen, this podcast was so enlightening for me even, and just so affirming. Jason affirmed a lot of concepts that I already believe in and to hear somebody else say it and actually do it and act on those beliefs really helps propel me in a new way and energizes me and I hope it did the same for you folks remember this is a passion project of mine the career musician I truly believe that we must look out for one another and advocate for musicians rights in the business of music because it can get crazy out there and a little scary especially for professional career musicians as we don't have agents and managers most often so we have to look out for ourselves and that's the whole concept behind this podcast once again, thank you for tuning in and check us out next time for The
0: Career Musician. That's a wrap for today. Be sure to leave a review and subscribe to The Career Musician Podcast.
2: I'm just a nomad, nowhere man, writing the songs in this one-man band, a man.